is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hey guys, this is Tweety. You can follow Fish Out of Water podcast on Twitter at FooPod, F-O-O-W-P-O-D, or on Facebook at facebook.com backslash fish out of water podcast. Thanks guys. Enjoy the episode. Uh, uh, uh. Check it, you are now tuned in to Fish at the Water Where comedians learn from forerunners and give honor Tweety and Jeremiah mix it up like honor bombers Making sure everybody leaves educated like scholars This is Fish at Water This is Fish at Water Hey everybody, welcome to Fish Out of Water. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremiah, and today we have a great, superb, excellent guest with us <laughs> sitting in front of us. She was the head writer of the 2017 CBS Diversity Showcase. Uh, she writes for the mod team Bombardier, director of the IO team Wilton. Give it up for Anna Cecilia. Anna Cecilia. Hello, thank you. Thanks yeah. for having me. Thank yeah, you for of course. Being Thanks for being on. Of course. Um, can you... Get a little closer. closer? Is this close go. enough? Sorry, Boom. I have such a delicate Perfect. lady voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. So thanks for coming on of and course. doing this with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we also forgot to mention. I'm gonna say it wrong. I want to say awesome sauce, but that's not it. It's <laughs> awesomeness, awesomeness TV. Awesomeness TV. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, I wrote for a show. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had yeah. a good time. Um, so how did you get started in comedy? What was sort of your? Ooh. Um, well, I moved out here to act. Mm. Um, I didn't know I wanted to do comedy specifically, and then I started taking improv at UCB, like, within a few months going out here, because I was terrified of it, mm-hmm. and I knew you had to, like, you know, face fears, and everyone's like, the only way you're going to book something is by taking improv classes, yeah. um, but I loved it so much that I took every, I went all the way through the UCB classes and did uh, 401, <laughs> and then I decided... Uh, oh, I should try other classes. So I did IO and I did Growlings at the same time. Um, and then I started doing sketch. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you have a preference of the three schools? Mm. Oh, you know, they're all really good in their own ways. And that's a super political yeah, answer. It's very right, right. Um, but like, Pick a side. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, well, I think if you're like, I really want to write, UCB is the way to go. If you're someone who's just like a character actor, Growlings. And mm-hmm. if you're more interested in like, like, serious like grounded acting kind of choices probably io okay that's fair yeah that's fair. Yeah. yeah that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. we all he went to all three too and oh yeah, yeah. well, well which, no not io i did second city oh that's i right. did second city which is similar which is very similar yeah. right i like their way it's weird i like i learned sketch through second city's method of improv to sketch mm-hmm. but i haven't done it i don't do that anymore it's weird i just i'm i guess i've gone over to the ucb way of you know writing game based kind of stuff but i like growlings the best really yeah because i'm a character kind of weirdo so i don't think i'm weird enough (laughs) (laughs) that's that's why i never took growlings i was like i feel like i would just be wasting money for them to be like you're not doing it right yeah i I felt a lot of pressure there i felt very like like i had to be perfect all the time and Mm -hmm. i never could get there and so it's just hard for me to be creative if i'm that self-conscious yeah stressed out about it it is different it's weird because there's a different uh, you know, kind of obviously because they have different philosophies, but it's um, there's a lot of pressure over there. We had Hal on not too long ago, and before we were recording, I don't think it went on the episode he was talking about. He's like, Yeah, it's very it's cutthroat, it's high pressure, you know. So if you can't, or you but don't, so is UCB, UCB I would is, say. yeah, UCB's pretty. It's, I mean, I love UCB, so I'm not like shitting on it by any means, but it is cutthroat, like yeah. it is very competitive, it yeah. is, yeah. yeah. 
But I think the actual learning process for me didn't feel that way. I think it's just when you're like, I need to get on a team. And right. That's when it's getting pressure. That's true. Whereas right. like at Groundlings in the class, I think because it's so expensive too. It's <laughs> like, I got to get my money's worth. I got to yeah. get it. Yeah, that makes level. sense. Yeah. 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 So where'd you uh, come out from? Did you go to school in uh, California? Uh, no, I, no, I went to Harvard. Oh. Did you really? I'm a big nerd. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, nice. um, but I'm from Houston. So Houston. I came out right after school. And what was what? What did you study at Harvard? I studied photography. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's love. great. Yeah, I mean it's good because I have an actual marketable skill, but yeah. it's very silly. People always make fun of me, like, "Oh, you went to like an amazing school and you just got an art degree." Yeah, that's Wait, still great. So, oh, yeah. do you do photography still? Uh, sometimes I do headshots. I'm trying to do that less. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you guys mm-hmm. need headshots, hit <laughs> <laughs> me up. What, we'll have a plug section. Yeah, yeah. Plug we'll, we'll, we'll save it for later. Yeah. 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 AnnaCeciliaHeadshots.com. <laughs> it's AnnaCeciliaPhotography.com. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. <laughs> do, you shoot, uh, do you shoot film? Uh, I don't shoot on film. I you shoot digital. Shoot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Why would you shoot on film? I'm a film anymore? nerd. I love film shooting on film. Film is beautiful. Yeah, there's like a warmth to it. It looks better than digital? Yeah, but the processing is so expensive, and you can only shoot like, you know, maybe 36 a roll. Right. Have you guys ever tried... Photoshop? <laughs> well, you could do it. So I have, I have developing tanks. I bought, I bought developing tanks. So I develop my own film. So it's cheap. Do you do black and white? Or do yeah, you, I do okay. black and white, yeah. and I do color. Wait, do you have like a color processor? Yeah, I have a co- oh. well, I have a color bath at work. See, I work in a, I work in a, a, a lab. A science He's lab. a goddamn DNA scientist. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. What? I work in a lab, and so we have all this equipment, uh-huh. and so I have a lot of the heat tanks and all that stuff there. So That's I just crazy. Yeah, so it's I develop all this stuff because it's expensive if you can't. It's very expensive. Like and photography is such an expensive hobby. It really is. It's I really don't know how anyone became good at it Mm-mm. before digital because you have to shoot and mm-hmm. then develop. Yeah. Spend money. That, yeah, know. and you develop, then you have to make the prints. Right. Then you have to, you know, have a, an enlarger so that you can edit the prints. Right. Yeah. Oh, so you had to do all that in school then? Like yeah. old school analog style? Yeah, because when I started, digital wasn't really a big thing yet. So I, mm. I am lucky that, like, when I was younger in um, high school, I was I would, like, go to an art summer camp and I would do black and white. So we'd be in mm-hmm. the lab with, like, the trays of the right. yeah. chemicals the and the enlargers. And then, yeah, I'd say freshman, sophomore year, I was maybe even junior year, I was still almost exclusively using, um, film. yeah, film hmm. and like that color processor and stuff. But then senior year, they, they got rid of the color processor and I was oh. so bummed. Oh man. So I had to do digital everything. So did oh. you, so how did, how did photography lend itself to acting? Is it, is that something? Oh, well yeah. I, um, I, I started out, I was going to major in film, mm-hmm. uh, and then, uh, I wasn't able to go to all the rehearsals for plays and stuff because film is such a collaborative process. So I felt like I was letting down my fellow filmmakers and my classmates. So um, I had always been interested in photography, so I switched to that. So I could, um, you know, I could do that at any time of day by myself. Mm-hmm. Didn't have to, like, have people right. that I was letting down. Gotcha. Uh, so then I could, you know, never sleep, but I did a <laughs> bunch of plays and I did a lot of photography. That's cool. Yeah. Whenever I think of Harvard, I think of Goodwill Hunting. Uh-huh. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. I've, I've only seen that movie on cable, so I've never... Oh. And, like, that movie has a ton of, like, fucks and... Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. I, I honestly don't even know what the full movie is. That's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to see how someone from Harvard interprets that movie. That's what I was thinking, yeah. 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 Because mm-hmm. they make fun of... Because he's... Like, they're from Southie. Mm-hmm. So they just make fun of Harvard the whole time. Sure. 
but I've met like four people from Harvard so far and they're all pretty cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no one from Harvard sucks that yeah. I've met. <laughs> Do you like, did you like, uh, Harvard's in, uh, Boston, right? Massachusetts. Yeah. I was, I was born in Massachusetts. Oh, cool. Yeah. I lived there nine months. That's my claim to fame. <laughs> <laughs> Best nine months of your life. Best nine months of my life. Uh, how different, or do you like uh, Texas, Massachusetts, California? Oh, um, I like it here. Yeah. Oh, man. They're going to disown you in Texas. No, uh, it's okay. They, I think they're ready to disown me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Texas is great. It's just. What part of Texas? Houston. Houston. It's okay. urban. It's not, I don't know. It just mm-hmm. feels like LA is. A lot like Houston, but bigger and, you know, more mm. liberal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, so the people back home, they still um, appreciate your liberal ways of coming out here and acting and comedy and all that? Yeah, I think so. I feel like mm-hmm. anyone who I'm still friends with on Facebook is yeah. pretty liberal. Because I went to – well, the high school that I went to is um, – Wes Anderson went to my high school, and he oh. based Rushmore off of my high school, right. and he shot it. At my high school. Oh, that's so, cool. So I don't, yeah, it's like a... I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I was in have you seen that on shot it. Wait, <laughs> wait, have you seen what? Have you seen that only on public television? No, I've seen it. I've seen the whole thing. Uh, and they pulled my fifth grade class out. Uh, you know when they have the, um, like the play puts up Serpico? Is that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's that shot where he turns around and he's got <laughs> blood coming out of his nose. Yeah. They pulled us all to sit in the auditorium to fill... In the background, so we're like, there's just this blur, and we were so excited, like, we're gonna be in this movie, and no, you can't, you, you can't, can't tell. see anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was very silly. Uh, That's great. Yeah. Depth of focus. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So Half stops. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Oh my god, I have to tell this story because you will appreciate it because you did photography. So I did a class with Hal Rudnick, and it was, uh, it's this basically like you you go up and it's um, you make jokes on the spot. And uh, it was for a character 201 class. And one of one of them was, uh, you got to say, like, 99, blank, walk into a bar. Do you guys know this? Yeah, I watched um, I watched them do this in my hometown. Like, an open mic decided to do improv and play this game. <laughs> and it was horrendous. Okay, so I think, I think the style is 99 blanks, walk into a bar. The bartender says, we don't serve blanks here. So the blanks said, that's okay. And then the joke, right? Okay. And so we got a suggestion, and it was DPs. And I said, uh, I said, 99 DPs walked into the bar. The bartender says, we don't serve DPs here. So the DPs turned and said, that's okay. ISO out of here. <laughs> like ISO on yeah, a camera. Yeah, yeah. And Hal looked at me like I was the dumbest fucking person <laughs> on the planet. Like I'm looking around. I was like, you're in Hollywood and no one knows what ISO is. You know, like and, and it's, it's stupid. It's meant to be stupid. But it, I felt even more dumb that no one like. Got ISO. And if you don't know what ISO is, fucking look it up. It's a camera term. Yeah. Get with it. <laughs> yeah. Figure it out, losers. Uh, so, <laughs> after you leave Texas. <laughs> did that, did that, yeah, if you're not a photographer, you're, get out of here. We don't want you. <laughs> we just limited our audience yeah. even more. Yeah, everyone yeah. turned it off. Left yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, they're talking about photography. I came here for sketch writing. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, so, we'll get back to sketch writing. So, yeah. you... Um, uh, so what was your first kind of big, uh, I guess, big success as a uh, comedian out here in L.A.? Ooh. Um, or a writer. You know, yeah, whatever. yeah. I mean, I was doing it for a while. I started acting, and then I started writing, and I loved that. I think the first moment where I was like, oh, oh, cool, um, was, uh, oh, I got an, an, like one of those emails that you get from a theater, like, we need stuff for this show. 
Um, and it was Mo Collins uh, from MTV and Parks and Rec, and she's an amazing person. Mm. Um, had uh, you know, she's someone who was like someone who I had watched do comedy when I was growing up, and she was doing a show called Lady Bits, which was going to be female-driven content, um, like a variety show, stand-up, sketch, a little improv, uh, and she was looking for sketches that were written by women or featured women, and you know that's something I love to write, and I had some things and uh I had given myself a mission that year I was like I'm just gonna say yes to everything I'm just gonna like even if I think I'm not good enough for it I'm just gonna do it mm-hmm. and so I sent her three sketches and she emailed me back like immediately and was like these are so funny and I was oh, just like wow. oh my god this is so cool like like one of my comedy yeah. idols is yeah. telling me I'm funny That's great. um so then yeah so like we put up a sketch and I got to perform in a sketch with Mo and wow people laughed and it was just and then I we did the show mm-hmm. I think the entire year almost like every month and I got to be in it and write for it was this at UCB it was at IO oh at IO okay. yeah um but it was super cool it was just like you know yeah yeah Mo Collins was I know I know exactly who she is yeah was she originally on Mad TV, Mad TV. okay yeah, that's she's one of, yeah mm-hmm. okay I can't remember like if the it was original Mad TV yeah I can't remember if it was Mad TV or uh uh, for some reason, I was thinking she was on *A Living Color*. Mm. Oh yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 Matt no, no, TV. Matt yeah, TV. Yeah. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she's very funny. She's a cool lady. Yeah, and then you, so you went on from doing this show, and then you. But I had already been on a team. So the first, I was at uh, my first, I guess, comedy writing was I got on a team at IO Taste Test in 2012. Um, and I originally auditioned to act and write and they were like, you should just write. And I was <laughs> so mad that I almost said no. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, I screw you guys. I'm better than this. I'm a great actor. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, the director, Molly Erdman, also delightful, uh, talked me down. She's like, it's, it's okay. I'm, you know, at all like, we'll start you as a writer and I don't really care about these labels. Like if you want to act, you can act. It's not a big deal. And so mm-hmm. she did. And I was great about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm supposed to be a performer only, but I write perform. You're, yeah. spo- you're. Are you both? I'm like, a writer performer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, look yeah. at you, fucking fancy pants. I know, fancy pants, huh? <laughs> um, Molly Erdman has been on the show. Yeah. Wasn't she number three or or two? Yeah, her and Megan. Megan. Do you Grano. know the Break Womb? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, mm. Megan Granos. She's like. Yeah. Megan. Kind of my the... mentor. Shout out oh. to Megan. What's up? Yeah. Is she really? Yeah, yeah. She, cause she, Molly was only our coach for like three months, and then Megan came in. Mm. Um. And then, yeah, Megan also directed Jet Jaguar. Um, yeah, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. She's, yeah. Oh, that's right. Of course. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, she's Megan there. was our first episode. I know that for sure. Megan, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Megan was Megan, first episode. Megan was yeah. number one. It's a good way to start out. Yeah. yeah. Um, she did, because I film all the break room stuff. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. cool. That's great. Yeah, those are so funny. Yeah, and may, I mean, I just film them. They do the fun. I don't do anything funny. But you shoot them so beautifully. I, I hold the camera so steady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, except when you shouldn't, and then you do it. Then, yeah, when yeah. it's not supposed yeah. to be steady, then it moves. Yeah, so good. Yeah, so it moves good. so fluidly. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- that's great. M- Molly is so funny, too. Mm-hmm. Molly's one of those people that she has an uncanny way of saying exactly what she thinks and being like almost cuttingly honest, but making you laugh at the same time. Yeah. Like she'll say things to me that are so perfectly smart ass that they sting, but then you can't help but laugh because she's so sharp. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. That's a good quality to have. Yeah, it is. It is. So you go, so you do taste test, Jet Jaguar. Yes. Sugar, yes, which was a great team that oh, had because that was Kimia mm-hmm. and uh, well, Oscar Montoya, Oscar Montoya, Andrew Hansen, Christine Bullen. I was on a team with a guy from 
Sugar, and I can't remember his name for the life of me. Warren? No. Or like a writer? Oh, yes. He'd have been a writer, yeah. Okay. Uh, was it Michael... Uh, Michael Lucid? No. Yes, Michael oh, yeah? Lucid. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's so funny. He is very funny. Yeah. Everyone on that team was like, great. Yeah, the team was great. Mm. And then they broke up, and now you're on Bombardier. Yes, now I'm on Bombardier. Oh, nope. Sugar was a UCB team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So that was your first mod team. My first mod team. Oh, yeah, it was funny. I almost didn't even as a writer submit because right. I had I had submitted two years before. The first year I submitted as an actor. I got a call back. I think I made it pretty far in the process, but I didn't get on. Next year I submitted as a writer and an actor. Didn't hear anything. I was like, mm, screw you guys. Uh, and then uh, the next year I was so busy I almost didn't put together a packet. And I was like, well, everyone else. Everyone else is doing it. Mm -hmm. Peer pressure. I guess I'll just do it. And then I, I got on. So. Mm. That's great. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Um, so what came first? Awesome. Not awesome sauce. Awesomeness, Awesomeness TV. Mm -hmm. Which came first, that or Bombardier? Uh, oh, Awesomeness TV and then Bombardier. But they were pretty shortly like bam, bam. And how did you get – so Awesomeness TV, people that don't know, was a, a T – it's a – It's a network that's uh, based out of – it's a – Started as a YouTube channel. Now they have shows on Go90, which is the Verizon sort of version of CISO. Okay. Um, uh, and I think they're, yeah, uh, I think they're under the umbrella of DreamWorks. Um, so, yeah. Oh, so the uh, Joan Ford, also amazing. She's my director and coach uh, for Bombardier now, and she was one of our directors for oh, Sugar. Oh, Joan Ford directs Bombardier? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's our new director. She's oh, that's great. Yeah. She's great. Um, so she... Uh, just sent me an email out of the blue. I think in January, I was like, oh, uh, the show I write for, I'm awesomeness. I can't write for it next season. They need people. Are you available and interested? And I was like, yes, 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 I am. So mm -hmm. I met with the – well, I sent them a packet, and then I didn't hear anything. I thought, oh, they forgot about me. And then I got an email out of the blue like, oh, cool. Uh, I'm interested. Would you like to meet, and we can talk and pitch? And it was cool. And That's I great. pitched, and I worked on it. I have a That's question great. about that. Mm -hmm. So – is uh, I, I'm assuming like the pack or packet mm -hmm. submission is was it specific or did was there a lot of like thought that went in your brain like I'm gonna pick three of my best sketches or however many it was or was it tailored for awesomeness TV's criteria or what you thought they might like? I was in such a rush to get it out, but when she uh, sent me that email, that I didn't tailor it, mm. and it's so funny because I didn't know what the show was, and so I sent a packet and. There was some real inappropriate stuff in there. And then I was like, oh, I hope this is okay. I hope it's not a show for kids or anything. She's like, yeah, yeah, it's a show for high school girls. And I was like, oh, uh, this is not appropriate material. But I guess, I mean, the moral of the story is just write what you think is funny and yeah. really let your voice shine. And Because every room needs a variety yeah. of voices. If you're all just writing, mm, this is what teen girls want to hear, you mm -hmm. know, then that's a... That's a great note that most people who've come on here are successful always say, like, just write what you think is funny. Mm -hmm. And eventually someone's going to be like, yeah, we need this person in our – because there's a bunch of writers in that show, right? You're not the only one. Oh, on that show there were yeah. – it was just a, five of us in the room. It was okay. a really okay. small room. Right. But yeah. So five different kind of mm -hmm. points of view, I guess. Yeah. 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 And you need that because if mm -hmm. everyone has the same comedic sensibility and you're all pitching on the same idea, you're not going <laughs> to – you're all just going to write the same and sketch over right. and over again. It's yeah, not yeah, yeah. Do anything. yeah. I have so many questions about that. Uh, so I have three questions. The okay. first one is when you put in a pet, when you put in a packet, uh -huh. like a writer's packet, you submit it. Do you put all, so is it three individual sketches attached to an email or do you actually create a PDF file with all the sketches? Like how does a sketch packet look when you send it? I, I maybe people do it differently. I just put it all in one 
uh, final draft document and then turn it into a PDF. And I do a title page where at the bottom I put like, like the front just says Anna Sicilian sketch packet, whatever I'm submitting for. Right. And then the bottom it says sketches. And I go one, this title, two, this title, three, this title. Oh, great. So that way they can go through it. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. But I also put, I keep my name at the top of every sketch. I don't know why. I'm like, oh, what if someone, just in case they need a reminder, yeah. maybe they're looking at a lot of sketches and, you know. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they pull them apart and they're like, well, we don't, this is the one we're going to use to show everybody. Yeah. And they still want my name on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's our, that's so there you go. That's smart. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's my first question. Great. Mm-hmm. My second question is, I always do this where I forget my questions. Um, God damn it, Jeremiah. <laughs> Why does my brain do this to me? It's not his fault. I know no. it is, though. It is. It's my fault. Um, I, did, I did this to him. Um, I forced him to forget by feeding him weed. And yeah, through co- like the college years were such a daze. That, like I feel like there's just holes in my brain where information falls through. You'll never get it's it back. It's literally like a train back. track where there's a break, you know, and it's his synapse, his memory synapse, and it just... Goes into the I remember what it was. Oh, here we go. See, yeah. I had to be a dick for him. So to how? See, so how do you maintain your own voice? Mm-hmm. So what's the trick? So I because like uh, UCB, there's writers and there's performers. Yes, you're a writer, correct? Mm-hmm. So how do you maintain your voice yet write for specific actors? Does that ever become a challenge? Like you're like, I have this great idea, but I don't know if I have the correct actors to pull it off. I see the. The good thing is that when you're in a room pitching, uh, the way it works, at least on our team, is that at the beginning of the month we have a pitch meeting and there's nothing written. It's just everyone talking ideas. Um, and so every writer pitches all their sketches, but actors also have to come in and pitch sketches. And so the beauty is that we have six very talented actors and usually s- at least one person, usually all of them, have a sketch and they're like, oh, that's very funny. It fits in my voice. I know how to write that. So I'm not going to write a sketch that someone pitches – that I have no idea what to do with right. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that way everyone everyone wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Does that answer that question? Yeah, that answers that okay. question. Um, Number three. You know what? Let's just move on from the third one. The third one's never coming <laughs> no, back. No, rule of threes. <laughs> um, okay, I'll just make up a question. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're fine. Because <laughs> I don't remember what it was at all. Like, I don't even have a frame of reference for it anymore. Okay. Is you, it about packets? Yeah, packets. Um, we were talking about awesomeness TV. Yeah. Awesome sauce. Awesome, awesome sauce. sauce. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Like, what's your most awesome sauce? Yeah. I'm going to go with barbecue. Uh, really? With the last name Cecilia, and you're going to go with barbecue? I know. Well, I'm from Texas. Got to get yeah. back to my roots. What kind of, well, Texas barbecue is slightly different. It is slightly different. Yes. And the best barbecue sauce I found out here is Trader Joe's has one. Uh, it's Uh-oh. called uh, brown sugar. Ooh. Brown sugar barbecue sauce. And it only is out during the summer. So, guys, get ready. Get uh, I'm a Memorial Sweet Baby Day. Rays fan. Ooh. Do you like that? Oh, yeah. oh, where is that? Oh, my God. Sweet Baby Rays is. Okay, so. That's what I, I get that a lot. It's my favorite. We, in Florida, I don't need to tell a story. How I found <laughs> Sweet Baby Rays, a guy was in a store, and he's like, you should try that. And we said, okay, and we did. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> yeah. It was not, I was thinking about it, like, this is a really good. Like, no, it's not. This fucking guy told us. Um, <laughs> yeah. So when you make baked beans, because they do that in Texas, oh. do you use a whole bunch of brown sugar? I guess I don't make baked beans. Usually, uh, I'm, I'm not a good cook, so like if I want barbecue beans, I will just take a can of beans, throw barbecue sauce in there. So you're and just doing it wrong. It up. You you're take right. the beans and you put brown sugar and some honey in them. They have be- they have Ooh. beans in cans that already do that for you though. Yeah, but it's better when you do it yourself. Where Probably. are you from? Nebraska. Okay. In Which from is Florida? yeah, I'm from Florida, and He's I'm really from Iowa. I'm not from Iowa. <laughs> That's like someone saying you're from Oklahoma. 
She doesn't care. Don't you care? Don't, don't people from Texas <laughs> oh, hate? Oh, that I'm from Oklahoma. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I would be like, get out of here. Right. Because Oklahoma is the <laughs> worst. I would slap them in the face. Yeah. I'm see? just kidding. If you're from Oklahoma, you're probably great. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know that. I can't think of anyone I know from Oklahoma. And now someone who's listening is like, screw you, Anna. Yeah. I thought we were best, best friends. friends. Yeah. <laughs> I, I avoid it because see, Nebraska has this very similar thing with Oklahoma. So oh, really? Next to each other? Well, because of football. Oh, sure. See, ours comes. But see, so does Texas. I don't the care Red about River, sports. The I'm, Red I'm River Rivalry. I'm a comedy rivalry. stereotype. Yeah. I don't care about sports. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a weird, I care, only care about college football. That's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not alone. Okay, good. Yeah. good. You got to have something else. Yeah. Besides the comedy. Right. Like, you have photography. I have photography. <laughs> yeah. It's what I do. Yeah. yeah. So, will you explain to me how the, in, or I always want to say NBC, the CBS Diversity Showcase, what it is, how it works, how you became the head writer, which is a big deal. It, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's mm-hmm. pretty great. Yeah. So, how does, will you just sort of tell us everything you can about yes. that? Yes. <laughs> Actually, submissions are coming up. So, if you're a writer yeah. and you want to do it, do it. You don't have to be diverse. I'm diverse because I'm Hispanic, but not everyone is, and that's okay. Um, but if you're an actor, you have to be diverse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, writer's not necessarily. Writer's not necessarily, but it is mm-hmm. a plus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so basically uh, we take submissions is starting in June, I think through July, and it's uh, usually just a couple of sketches and a letter of interest. Um, and uh, yeah, just submit – to your two favorite sketches. I think people fall into that trap we were talking about because I did. I read every single submission. And mm-hmm. so I read like 400 sketches, I think, mm-hmm. just in the application process. Um, me and the other head writer. Uh, Jake Isaacs, shout out to Jake. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so people would do that. People would be like, oh, this is a diversity showcase. I may be a white guy, but I'm going to write something that I think black people want to hear. And it's mm-hmm. like, don't That's do that. don't do that yeah. because it's very clear that you're writing from a different point of view and it just is comes off as super condescending and super offensive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think write what you think is funny and you know what makes it diverse is having diverse actors perform it. And mm-hmm. so the sketches don't have to be like politically motivated or like. Mm-mm. We actually tried this year to get a little more away from that because um, we were sort of curating all the sketches every week. Um, we'd get all the submissions from the writers and we would spend hours like being up till one in the morning, reading all these sketches and seeing what we're going to look at the next day. And, um, yeah, we would, we would try to stay away from things that were super racially motivated. We were more interested in just like seeing the funniest sketch mm-hmm. that may not necessarily have anything to do with, mm. um, you know, race or sexuality or anything like were that. Were there a lot of blue sketches or inappropriate? Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 And that's fine. Like, yeah. You don't disc- you know, say, negate someone because of that no my sketch that was in so i wrote for it in 2016 and my sketch that was in the show was about hiv so like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's okay oh so you wrote for it in, as a writer 2016, yeah i was a writer and yeah. then they asked you if you'd like to be the head writer yes well i interviewed so they interviewed oh. like i think 15 or 20 people for the position from the previous from the previous year oh, and for maybe cool. a couple years prior um, right um yeah so that's amazing yeah, that's like, super so you cool. get into a elite class that then gets into another elite yeah, class. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Right. Yeah. 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 It was nice. It was nice being on the other side. It is a very stressful situation. I know people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, come out with horror stories like, oh, I was traumatized. And, you know, it's it's not for the faint of heart. Right. I will say what, that. Why is that? Is it? Um, it's just a really grueling process. We're looking at 
at least like 75 to 100 sketches a week are mm-hmm. going up on their feet. So it's really hard for the actors and it's hard for the writers because we just want you to be pumping out material. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about four months of writing. So oh, wow. and it's, it's not, you know, for the writers and the actors, you know, at least for the beginning of the process, it's not paid. So mm-hmm. it's, oh, wow. but if you go into it with a mentality of this is a free workshop that mm-hmm. I'm taking to, you know, practice putting up sketches and writing and just getting in that mindset and mm-hmm. writing for people that I may not normally write for or people who are incredible dancers or singers or, um, you know, just outside of your usual community. It's a really right. good skill. To have. So you have a, so people submit, you said, how many people submit a year? Um, it varies. Last year, I think we got 150 to 200 submissions. And they're two sketches each. Each of them are two sketches. So when reading. I did it, it was three sketches. So now I think, <laughs> I think yeah. people are like, that's too many sketches to read. <laughs> so that's, that's actually not a whole lot of submissions. Yeah. No, it's really not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but that's 400 sketches you have to read. I think we read 400. But oh, yeah, over the course we read, oh, I forgot what the number was. It, w- it was an insane number of sketches that we read over the course of the oh, yeah. So yeah. of those of those. 200 people how many are technically writers then or that, um, how many do you, do you bring them in we and took yeah we accepted i think like 70 or 80 so we took about half of them knowing that there would be a lot of fallout and drop off mm-hmm. because it's it's a very time consuming process mm-hmm. um immediately it's not rewarding in the way that people want it to be rewarding necessarily people mm-hmm. are like oh i'm gonna get a job out of this like you maybe. might but mm-hmm. maybe not you mm-hmm. know but if you just want to go and Crush out sketches. Yeah, yeah, get so, that muscle work. Well, and it looks good on a resume too. Right? Yes, it it does, and so, it's fun. So you write, so so you select those eighty people. How many stick around to the end? Um, mm, I'd say like seven. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. seven people who made it through. That's th- that's like American Idol. Yeah. <laughs> I think about forty to fifty like were there pretty consistently, and maybe like. 15 to 20 people had sketches in the show because there's only like 22 or so sketches in the show. And so once you get those people, they put up, you put up sketches week, every day. Yeah. But anyone, any of the writers. So like there were about 80 people who were technically Mm -hmm. submitting sketches, but Mm -hmm. you know, you select them. Yeah. We select what goes up. Oh shit. So you have to every night pick what sketches go up the next day. Yeah. And I was crazy. I was on three sketch teams at the time. Oh my god. And so I realized I was like, wow, six to seven days a week. For at least four months, I was doing between three and eight hours of sketch every day, just depending on, mm. you know. Wow. Yeah. So. 10,000 hours, man. Gotta, gotta get, get it, it in. in. Yeah. yeah. Gotta get it in. That's amazing, though, that, that how, how, how many days do you guys, well, not you, but the other writers, so, so you come in as a process similar to how, like, your sketch team is at Bombardier, where the writers come in, um, and show you, pe- or do they just send you emails and you read them yourself? We get them all through email. So, okay. yeah. So then every night, Jake and I would just be like reading all these sketches. Like zombies and into Italy, the Yeah. Yep. And then we would, you know, we would be on whatever Google document mm-hmm. communicating about. And then you send those out to the actors and cast. Do you cast them and do you all, do all that yourself? The writers cast them. So oh, they okay. cast who they want. And usually we honor that unless, you know, an actor isn't going to be there that day. Mm-hmm. So mix it up do you ever yeah. think that the writer is wrong and chose the wrong actor um i know there's so much stuff that we had to deal with i didn't even think about right. who they were casting in yeah the i get role. that um because that could be that can really change a sketch like yeah. i know like writing for miss smith we have all of the actors on our team are very specifically different mm-hmm. so it one actor will read it so different yeah. than another one and it can make or break a sketch 
it is funny though when people are absent and then you have to recast like sometimes that person yeah what you're saying they do something totally different with it and it could be perfect for the yeah. sketch in a way you didn't know would like, right. the sketch needed it yeah um, it can also be a garbage fire yes it can absolutely <laughs> tank a sketch uh, yeah. yeah hopefully the first thing happens then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 um so i'm gonna ask what everybody else is thinking What's everyone else thinking? I'm not thinking. He is. He is. So I'm the whitest person you'll ever meet. You are very, he's very white. Very, very pale. I have the haircut. His eyes are see-through. Yeah. (laughs) It does. He's a white albino. Is there like, is there like a level of white that you can be where you're just so undiverse that they won't accept you? No, mm. no, no. As a writer, no. Okay. I mean, so I could, because I'm Irish. Did I tell you that? <laughs> okay. It's literally the whitest version of white. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I, we had uh, white male writers, white female writers, and we mm. had diverse writers. Um, you know, it. I it, really <laughs> like cheese and pudding. <laughs> then you should write about that. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, no, I think just write. Like stick to your comedic voice. Write what you think is funny, mm-hmm. and if you know if your packet stands out, then you know you'll get in. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. It, yeah. I just it, so it's the diversity just, part's more about the acting. Yeah, actors mm-hmm. all have to be diverse. The writers, mm-hmm. we would love to have as many diverse writers in the room as possible. But it's also you know how many submissions did we get, and what's the mm-hmm. percentage that isn't diverse, and right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we just have to honor whatever's whatever's the funniest. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you have any input on the actors? Or completely separate? Actually, we Jake and I were lucky. We got to sit in the room and watch a lot of the auditions and callbacks and stuff. Oh, cool. And there were people who, um, you know, people who we knew who we fought for because you're like, this person is very talented and a hard worker and they deserve to be here. And That's great. Sometimes our voices were heard. That was yeah. cool. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The power. Really cool. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is really nice being on the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's relaxing, but yeah. stressful in its own way. You're like, right. oh God, you have your own future. Yeah. yeah, you have your own set of responsibility. I mean, I can't imagine. And people care. Like, it really affects the way people feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's got to be, yeah. yeah. Are you doing it again this year? No. 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 Just, yeah. You, they usually hire new head writers every year. Gotcha. Um, but it was it was a cool experience. Yeah. I will say the one message I have for writers in general from that experience is take, take notes and don't mm-hmm. be defensive. I think that was a lot of people's downfall Mm. is that we would give them notes and they were so just holding on so tight to what they thought the sketch needed to be that they weren't like open and absorbing the notes that we were giving for whatever reason we were giving it maybe because the executives are saying we don't want this kind of thing we want this Mm -hmm. kind of thing and right that's crazy to me i think being on a team being on dad jeans for i guess coming up on two years now you get you get so comfortable just taking notes like mm-hmm. it's just a second like you don't hold on to everything yeah. as hard as you want and yeah. i guess new people sometimes there's some things you got to fight for there are bit. right well i think if it if but these are usually new people who i'm right. assuming they're a little bit more i don't know i don't know some you of would them know have been doing it for a while but some yeah. of them are newer yeah it is you can use it as someone who's newer who's who not wanting more. to take the notes right but yeah you know, like we're never trying to right, right destroy your sketch. Yeah, like, you don't have it in for them. Be like, I hate this. Fucking so person. where does the line? You you picked them. I mean, that's the <laughs> yeah, thing. Like, like you selected like that it. sketch enough to put it up. We yeah. liked you enough to put you in the program. Yeah. Right. So what? Uh, when does it become too much discussion that it, that it goes across that line of being holding on too much to your to your babies? Like you know what I'm saying? So 
I write a sketch. Oh, you God. give me. An, I'm just, you oh, give I me, thought you were gonna give a specific example. Sketch, and no one <laughs> yeah. likes it. Please tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like, and then um, you you give me notes on it, right? Mm-hmm. There's a certain amount of discussion that that can happen. Yeah. How much before it becomes like? What's the difference between a proper discussion about a note and fighting too hard? I think once you've clarified once, like if if I give a note and some someone responds back because I fundamentally misunderstood what their the game was or what they were trying to do with the sketch like to me that's like oh yeah oh okay so that's kind of my question sometimes I feel like games are missed yeah which is why I love if I'm confused by a sketch that I see I'll ask like what did you intend for the game to be because I don't want like if I see the sketch can go in two different directions and I don't want to push it in one when the writer clearly wanted another I just didn't see it Mm -hmm. um then I'll clarify what what did you want the game of the sketch to be um, because that sucks. You don't want to spend all this time on a sketch right. that you love, and then someone's like, "Don't do that. Do this thing that I like better." Right. right. Um, but that also yeah. is a good indicator that it's not very clear if right. you're asking them to clarify mm-hmm. what they thought was funny. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what your question was. That was basically you basically answered because that's a lot of what it is. I feel is sometimes for me personally because I'm pretty good about taking notes. I'm like a 90%er. Like I take 90% of notes, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. But sometimes I feel like the game gets missed and what ends up happening is somebody goes, they think this is the game mm-hmm. and which probably is because it's unclear and then everybody starts jumping on this and pitching on this game and then you end up like trying not to fight but it's also not what you meant right. and so you're, mm-hmm. they're, you're getting a whole different sketch pitch now. There's that little mm-hmm. voice in your head like, mm, but I, I wanted it to be this thing. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think to always go in knowing what the game is to you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll go in and I'll give a note and like, is it this game or is it this game? Uh, I think it's this game. And like, okay, let's note on that. You know what? It's actually this game. Mm-hmm. Just, you know. So, yeah, to so be able to kind of sum it up in a good sentence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. there are times when I'm, I, you've been in that position where every, well, I have at least where after right after you get done reading a sketch they'll start pitching like oh i think this is funnier and you're like i know i i agree i think that's also funny but what's funny to me is this little nugget and once you kind of clearly state that like that's the funny thing mm-hmm. then usually the team will build yeah. on that yeah. you just have to just be well you know this is what i think is funny so i'm gonna go down this route yeah you can pitch all that all you want to yeah really want. and like right. for the other writers in the room too like obviously right. you gotta respect what yeah, the writer right. wants it to be. Yeah. Even if you think something else is funnier, you gotta help them get their vision out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know Kel Hills? Mm-mm. Kel, uh, he was just on the character showcase. He's a uh, he's on Herald Team at UCB. I can't remember which one, but he was on here uh, a while back, and we I read a monologue about a senator or something like that that was doing CrossFit, mm-hmm. and like, he was that. like talking about he was talking about being a senator but he couldn't stop he kept dropping in nuggets about crossfit That's really funny. and so there was this little teeny paragraph in there where he mentions about a kid that died oh no and then starts talking about crossfit and kel goes i don't want to change your sketch but can you just take that paragraph and make it a page and a half and just do that sketch <laughs> and i so i went home and i was like reading it and i like fell in love with that idea wrote it it's about two pages. It might be a little bit long for a character monologue, but it goes up this weekend, and it's all thanks to Kel noticing that little nugget. And that's like a good example of someone's seeing something that you don't. I didn't think about that as a whole bit. It was just a joke. Right. Mm-hmm. And if I wouldn't have had someone pitch on it, I would have never got 
where it is now, which is way better than where it was. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good example, I think, yeah. of that happening. I think, yeah. And that, I feel like that's the right way to do that, too, is, oh, this is a funny idea. It's different than what this is that you're doing. So just write mm-hmm. a second sketch about that. Yeah. 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 It's also, like, like, there are times when I first started writing where someone would pull something out that they thought was funny. And I was like, to appease them or to appease the group, because you want to, like, you know, it's a team effort when you're writing for a sketch team. I would take out you know like like you say take that little bit out that was funniest and expand on it but if i didn't really find it that funny or if i didn't fall in love with it then it wouldn't really come through all that great in the sketch because right. your love isn't behind this idea mm-hmm. you know so you're just doing your own self and injustice with wasting your time because if someone else loved it that much then they will be able to produce more yeah. likely a better sketch with yeah. that with that premise Ooh, that's a good so when you're looking at it diver- uh, at the Emmys, like a, God, I keep they're gonna they're gonna hate me for this. <laughs> yeah, CBS is gonna come Kick, kill you. Yeah, <laughs> CBS diversity or any writers' room. It could yeah. be Awesome Sauce TV. Oh, great sauce! <laughs> the best sauce. Yeah. The best um, of sauces. Awesomeness TV. And so, is it? It matters more than right. So if you get a note like you were saying, it could be coming from an executive. Mm-hmm. You probably have less leniency than you would on a sketch team, say, to kind of. Be like, yeah, but I like this. Mm-hmm. Like, you almost, is it more, is impertinent the right word? To take the note. Oh, always take the note if you're in a professional room of any kind. So you just do what they say, oh, no I mean, matter what. Unless, like, if, if you have a question about it, if you need a clarification, yes. If, I'd say the one exception is if something legitimately offends you, like, Mm-hmm. Like, if you're like, this is racially insensitive, this is, like, like super sexist, and you don't know it because I'm getting a note probably from a male executive or something. But I would say nine times out of ten, you know what, I'd say 99% of the time, that's you should just take the note if it's coming from someone and, and allow it to... You know, Morph your idea. Yeah, write it, and then if it is something that they were wrong, they'll find that out from seeing it written. Yeah. You know, right. it's better to take the note, even if you don't agree with it. And, you know, maybe you'll be like, oh, you know what? You were right. I was wrong. I was being stubborn, a stubborn writer. And your idea was great. And mm-hmm. I'm glad I took it. Or like that tiny percentage of the time where that note is not great, they'll see that they were wrong. Mm-hmm. And you'll go back to what was before. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. So these, so that's, I have a question about that. Mm-hmm. Um. So the people who are making these kind of executive decisions, are they comedy background people or are they just like in the biz and they kind of like, do, is there no for, I guess, I I guess they have a different, they're looking at it from a different point, right? Like I think as writers and comedians, we want to, we have a reason why we do it, right? We want it to be the funniest thing possible and kind of show our voice or like our weird idea, you know, whatever. So do they, they don't attack that when they read that, that sketch from the same angle, right? No, they've got so many different priorities. It's right. usually, you know, is this going to upset people? Like mm-hmm. in the diversity part, if someone writes something that's like way too edgy, like, oh, we can't do this because, you know, they're not right. going to fund this program anymore yeah. because this is wildly inappropriate. Right. Or, you know, it's going to offend this group of people or this group of people. Um, or like at Awesomeness, it's like, okay, well, this isn't what high school girls want to watch. Mm-hmm. Or this is what high school girls want to watch. And they like this social media influencer. And they like to talk about uh, this kind of hair product or whatever it is. So mm. they have they have usually monetary or 
business reasons. Right. Just, right. You know, as a writer, your job is to creatively fulfill whatever they need you to fulfill. See, that's, I would seem that would be frustrating as a writer at times, right? Um, I guess I haven't come up against too much pushback. pushback I haven't right. had too many situations where whatever I've wanted to do has not been appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess I'm thinking of like South Park guys, like that. Uh, well, that but see, that's also Comedy Central. Yeah. Right. But he also like I do. You remember the episode where they they filmed uh, what was it called? Like seven days till airing or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they go through the making of one oh, South I saw Park. Oh, that. Yeah, it was very cool. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like like there's a lady who comes to his uh, desk and he's like, they don't want this. Can we replace this? And he's just like, oh, <laughs> like he's yeah, getting yeah. pissed off. Like you could see that there's this battle, but it's all because of they're, they're coming at it from a completely different angle. It's not a, you know, like he wants to comment on whatever thing he thinks is funny or whatever angle. And it might be super offensive, but they're not allowed to, to do that. So it's, it's made, a good check and balance. Comedy Central a billion dollars. Yeah. And so Comedy yeah. Central's like, you know what? Just keep doing your thing. Yeah. yeah. But it's a good check and balance, I guess. Yeah. You know, like yeah. they, it is, at the end of the day, a business. You know, they have to make money. Like, and those are the people who are signing your checks. So you right. kind of have to so you can't, do what they do. Yeah, you can't yeah, be yeah, too yeah, much yeah. of a butthole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, iOS doesn't pay a shit. Yeah. We're going to do whatever we want. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have crap on stage. Yeah. I, I don't recommend that. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, I wanted to show a video of, of a butt pooping. And... Uh, they told me no, and they changed it to I have to walk off stage, fl- make a flush sound of, or make a poop sound effect, a pee sound effect, a flush sound effect, and then walk back out, and just be like, yeah, it's true. I can't actually show a butt pooping on stage. I mean, I don't want to see a butt pooping. That's on the stage, thing, though. right? Yeah. Who, who who told you this? Dan Banis? Is this Dan Banis? Yeah. How did you know? Because he's your director, right? Oh yeah. Oh, so you know. Oh wait, were you on? Um, were you on the commission? No, I I haven't been on the commission. You just know Dan Banis. I know Dan Banis from mm-hmm. CBS. He wrote on it the year I wrote on it. Oh okay, um, cool. And he he's the director. I'm a director. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dan Banis is great. He's a great guy. Great yeah, guy. very good guy. But he wouldn't let me show a butt. Yeah, you. Dan, let him show a butt. <laughs> Come on. You know what's funny is I've been in different scenarios with Tweety pitching this and every oh, how many times have you brought this sketch around <laughs> this one I, never yes we literally I was just at his house the other day oh well yeah but it's be, yeah but hold on let me finish and and someone literally said exactly what you said I don't want to see a but I believe it was your wife <laughs> We said, I don't want to see a... No, we were camping. What am I talking about? Yeah, it's probably Catherine. No, I think it was your wife. It was your wife. And she said, I don't want to see a butt pooping. And it was just like, there's a couple people telling you they don't want to see a butt pooping. It's not, you know, it's in random. Yeah. Did you see um, (laughs) Drug Money Sketch where they showed the lemon party? Oh, no. I didn't. That's different, though. How is it different? Because... To, old old man dick? Is yeah, that that's old, old, man, dick. old men sucking each other's dick. Oh, <laughs> so you don't even see dick. Yeah. Because their dicks are in their mouth. Right. See? How, how, that, that can't <laughs> be better than a butt movie. I've never thought of that. That's super funny. Like, it doesn't show a penis. But oh, like, that's a great but argument. But yeah, it's, a great argument. it's in the mouth. Like, it doesn't matter. You can't see it. <laughs> Just a guy clearly put it. It's like, we don't know. We don't know what's dick's We don't know what's that. Can't see it. Yeah. Yeah. Can't see that dick. It's Schrodinger's <laughs> butt. <laughs> One does not know. Um, should, we, should we move on to the new pitching? Yeah. Yes, oh, I think we've, sure. we've talked we've, about butts and dicks yeah, now. Yes. Yeah. Now we can move on. Be more appropriate. The, yes. um, great. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. So we've come up with a new way to do this this week. Mm-hmm. Um, because Anna here had a genius idea. Oh my god! Thank you so much. <laughs> where we're going to take, we're going to go through our the notes we have in our phones, mm-hmm. pull the absolute worst premise we can find, mm-hmm. and try to make it work. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we'll each read one one bad premise right and collectively figure out whose is the worst <laughs> that person will be the winner yeah <laughs> and then we'll all pitch on that idea yeah yeah so who wants to go first i'll go okay, <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, i think this is when and i think i just wrote it down like i i feel like i woke up from a dream was like this is a great sketch idea mm-hmm. and then i wrote it down and every time i look at it, i'm like this is so stupid um but instead of <laughs> Instead of Aaron Brockovich, (laughs) (laughs) this is so bad. It's oh my god, I can't get through it. Aaron Brocko bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just a bitchier version of Aaron Aaron Brockovich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Aaron Brockovich. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. That's That's funny. All right, Tweety, you can go. Oh, 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 yeah. Sorry, we're pitching ideas. Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to make the people stop. Oh, he's so popular. Yeah, so popular. I believe it's an improv class text message. Of course. Where yes. they're like, hey, guys. Um, okay. Bits, bits, bits. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is where I got the idea. Okay. My buddy went hunting for the, and he shot his first deer. Oh. But he shot it. Apparently, the bullet went square in his asshole. Like it, shot, like he shot the deer, and this is like from like a quarter mile or something away, like it, from a long distance, Oof. right directly in the deer's asshole. So when they got up to the deer, there was no blood anywhere, but the deer was dead, and they couldn't really find a bullet hole because it went in his asshole. But it was his deer. What? So they took the deer and then they um, cut it open or whatever, you know, to like get the meat and do all that stuff, yeah. and there was just shit. <laughs> everywhere instead of ruined all the meat oh so God. that's where the story came from okay so my thing was like what if you shoot a deer in the butt <laughs> exactly <laughs> but it, it hits the prostate so there's no blood but there's like cum everywhere <laughs> oh my god oh my god uh, that's uh-huh. that's really funny <laughs> Okay. It's horrible. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, this is just what I have. I'm trying to figure out where this came from. Um, but okay. This is just what I have written down. Birthmark on pussy. Your <laughs> your mom has one. <laughs> That's, it. <laughs> That's it. That's all I wrote. <laughs> this might be the worst. This might be the I'm worst. I think that's the worst one. I don't know. I don't. They're all. No, they're I'm saying all, the, all three are terrible. They're so terrible. They're, they're all I'm, garbage. I don't even, yeah. I guess okay, my well, thought beyond this one was like, if you have a birthmark, right? Doesn't your father or mother also? I think I was watching an episode of House, oh. and like you share birthmarks. So, like, gener- mother and daughter both have bir- birthmarks. Birthmarks on your pussies. So like, mm. a guy was eating on a girl or something like that. I don't know. I guess that's where I'm going with now. I don't know if this was yeah. it. Yeah. But, like, he sees a birthmark. And then, I don't know, like, you're at 
I don't know. Oh, in my head, I just heard it mother and a daughter talking <laughs> about like just sharing it openly at a table about how they. Yeah, that could that could have been yeah. it. Have I don't. The same birthmark. On yeah. They're the same. Birthmark. But they have to say pussy. Yeah, yeah. they have to make sure. sure it's just yeah, super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe. Like they, yeah. she was worried that like I was worried she wasn't my daughter, which in itself is very bizarre because she obviously gave birth to her. But it's yeah. like I knew I knew she was my daughter because we have the same birthmark on her pussy. Like it could be like at a wedding. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, she's like giving a toast to her daughter on her wedding day. Mm-hmm. She tells the story. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You guys just, you guys just collectively pitched on the worst one. Uh, <laughs> yours made me think of that um, really, you know those like weird like riddles and like brain teasers where it's like there's a man lying dead <laughs> in, a, in a field of snow. Right. No footprints anywhere. He, all he has is a backpack on it. If that mm. backpack could have saved his life, if he'd open, you know, like one right. of those stupid things. That's what it made me think of. Like, there's a deer dead. <laughs> <laughs> no bullet in no it. Bullet. Come everywhere. Come everywhere. What happened? Yeah. How did he die? And then just three people just trying to figure out how he died. Yeah. I do really like that idea of a of a guy. Um, like like country boys like turning into like Sherlock Holmes mm-hmm. you know investigators that's kind of a weird like because you know Sherlock Holmes is like you know very bright and smart and put together and you know like he's very good with his words and then you have these country guys who kind of are <laughs> trying to like dissect how this happens that's kind of funny. I don't know maybe he got yeah. shot in the butt <laughs> 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 yeah, be like, well, how could he? How could you shot him in the butthole? He wasn't turned ninety degrees. Well, the deer may have turned once the bullet was shot. Scared him. Bullet flew in his butthole, hit his prostate, squirts everywhere. <laughs> you know, like yeah, like how much cum is there? Like it couldn't just have been one deer. Yeah, there had to be another deer as well. I love the button. It's just. Just some redneck in the woods just jacking off over the Oh, of course that's what happened. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love yeah. country CSI. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, yeah. That's funny. That's pretty funny. That's country funny. CSI. Yeah. I'm sure, I, I haven't seen that, but I'm sure it had to have been. It had to have been. Yeah, redneck right? right? What's that? Right, wait, wait. Yeah, redneck CSI, yeah, right? That's got to be a thing, right? I don't think I've seen it, but I mean, I'm, you know. But, yeah. But so I'm much. sure no one's written it with the version of a deer getting shot in the butthole. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where that's the... I just yeah I like that too because then they have they have like their own specific hunting experiences and that mm-hmm. expertise which is not standard expertise but like a put on like right. their own like really in, like they're super intelligent about that and mm-hmm. nothing else nothing else so yeah. wait so do they start do they start measuring the trajectory of the bullet or how do they or is they, they have to be like a country version of whatever country that version is. of yeah. that yeah. Yeah. yeah I think like I can remember when I was I grew up and uh, like in the summers I go to Arkansas and I would hunt. And there's like a whole, like you can pull so many, there were different characters on this farm that I hunted on. Like there's guys who are the farm hands and then the guys who manage the crops and the old timers. And you have so many different people that you could like take those stereotypical kind of country people and put them into CSI jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like what's the, or Bones, you know, the guy, they have like. I've never seen either of these shows, CSI but, or Bones. But, they but have, I get the idea. There's, there's investigators. You've there's never seen few. a single episode of CSI? There's oh, so on. many CSIs. Right. I, I may have seen one my mom and dad watched whatever those cop shows are. Mm-hmm. So I may have seen, but I don't know if it was CSI or if it was like. Okay, what about Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I've seen one episode of Brooklyn. Okay, so there are different jobs within the force. Oh, I see what you're saying. Each one of those like country stereotype plays mm-hmm. a different role. Like someone's so a detective, someone's right. the you know, the lab technician, mm-hmm. someone's you know. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. great. 
Someone's Aaron. the bullet expert. <laughs> yeah. The bullet. Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. Brockovich. <laughs> it's so bad. Mm. It's so bad. Well, because she, she's already kind of, not a bitch, but like very like aggressive, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, she's hard. I mean, I've only seen, I don't even think I've seen the whole movie. So I don't know why yeah. this idea was so funny to me at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's, she's like, like her, there's water, there's chemicals in the water. There's or chemicals and she's in like, the water. I may be a white trash mom, but I'm gonna stand up for what I believe in. Mm-hmm. And I'm, yeah, she's like yeah. super hard. So mm-hmm. I don't know what a bitchier version of that is. Yeah, like um, <laughs> unless like she can't get anything done because people just keep calling her a bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty funny. She's totally useless, like yeah. in in her fight against the contaminated water. Yeah. See that? See that's so tough. It's funny, but it's so real of like what that movie is. Like yeah, she is a hard, yeah. stern lady. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of their other kind of like. Is there another? Is there a, a world of these people with their names that match their personality? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm. um, that's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have to do research <laughs> on like people with last names that also fit traits right. that or like that have words that you could potentially rhyme with them. or just make a character that's just like an over-the-top it's almost like ursula it's like aaron brockovich but she's like ursula you know like she's just like an like mm-hmm. i mean i don't know how you'd make it so big and crazy what if she um if she's got like she just has sassy comebacks all the time and like she's just but and then she has like a theme song that plays yeah like, oh, that's, like, funny. that's kind of my that's yeah. what i was kind of thinking too yeah. like she does like she has like everybody has like the same response to her like what a bitch <laughs> and then like she does her theme song yeah, and dance, yeah, 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 and it's just, like, a whole she's bunch like of, that's right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That'd be funny. You like could have lawyer. you mm-hmm. could have an actual person play Aaron Brockovich and then have Brockovich come in <laughs> and like so she you could you know that would help with her playing her bitchiness. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Almost like an anger translator, you mean? Right. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've decided to tone it down this year. I know that you guys think I'm really aggressive and hard to work with, so then you just have to find a justification to bring. Or why this. she's coming out? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, and not it could make be... it like the Key and Peele sketch. Yeah. Is there a Key the, Which one? The Key and Peele anger translator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And I've seen so many people basically rip that idea yeah. off and do it in different ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Brockovich is really clever. It's such a funny thing. It's, it's so, like, it's if so you could find a way, to, it's such a funny, kind of dumb idea that if yeah. you can make it work. Or it could be just like that jerky guy who thinks he's really clever and anytime. She says literally anything. He's like, Braga bitch. More like, Braga bitch. Oh, that's really funny. Uh, yeah. It's like, yeah. dude, shut up. Like, the, it could be like the prosecuting attorney or oh, whatever, yeah, yeah, the yeah. defendant. Like, that's just his whole thing. Yeah. That's his whole defense. That's his whole like, defense. Like, she has a really good case, and he's just, yeah. and like, the jury's like, well, he did make a good point. Yeah. She's kind of a bitch. Yeah. 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 That's really funny. Oh, that's really, that's almost that's a crazy honest, world. Yeah. It's yeah. the honest truth, probably, too. Like, it's just a heightened version of what people are really doing. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. That's really mm-hmm. funny. That's good. Mm-hmm. There you go. Guys, I think we fixed all of these sketches. <laughs> I think we did. Did we fix that. yours? Kind of. Yeah. I think. What was it again? Uh, um, I totally forgot. Um, put something about the pussy. Oh, pussy. The pussy. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 birthmark on pussy. Your mom has one. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we want to do we want to do one more round of this? Because it's oh, so sure. much fun. Yeah. And we have a little bit of time still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although, what did you say about Maya? Because I wasn't paying attention. Um, the, oh, oh my, you said at a dinner table, like, a, like some sort of thing, a where the, rehearsal dinner at a, a rehear- wedding or yeah, something. something where it's like, it's super inappropriate, but also something 
that a mother might do. I mean, it's not so far out of the. Oh, where she's saying, I knew she was my daughter. Or yeah, that, yeah, oh, yeah. Like she, a sentimental. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess if they were like. Like if it was an adopt, not adopted situation or something, mm-hmm. you know. What if it's like at a hospital, but they're like, "Ma'am, we lost your baby," and she's like, "I know how we can find it. <laughs> I have a birthmark on my pussy. <laughs> it looks like a whale." Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, ma'am, 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 please. I don't. I don't need to see your. Oh, oh, wow. That's uh, that is an interesting birthmark. Yeah, mm-hmm. like everybody that keeps coming in, she just keeps showing them. Mm-hmm. 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 And then at the end, she's just a crazy homeless lady. <laughs> <laughs> the, war- the stage lifts up in the backdrop, and it's just the corner with a barrel full of burning trash. We're like, making fun of yeah, she's just yeah, making fun of homeless. That's classic yeah. comedy. But it, it's funny when you when you read that, it kind of read almost like a blackout to me of. Um, like of a sketch of just like a dude going down on a yeah. girl and then she's like, oh, what is this? It's birthmark on pussy. Oh, how, what was the end of it? Your mother has one too? Yeah, that was it. It was just and like birthmark on a pussy. Your mom has one. <laughs> like that, like yeah, he's eating her out and he pauses. And he's he like, goes, I've also eaten out your mother. Yeah, <laughs> but your mom's got a birthmark. <laughs> you know birthmarks are passed down. I always, I took it as like a your mama joke. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. the worst your mama joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like your mom's got a birthmark on her pussy. Like yeah. shut up, Tim. Yeah, it's yeah. like, no, she does. <laughs> Uh, are we doing this again? Yes, do it one more time. Okay, do it one more time. One more time. Okay. I don't know if I have a one that'll top that. Oh, here we go. Yep. Got it. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what this means. But, okay. Uh, Harry Potter... From the point of view of Neville. <laughs> Who's Neville? Like Neville Longbottom. Neville Longbottom. It's like a sad little sad sack. Yeah. And he's always like really quiet and doing nothing and just yeah. like seeing what the... He has bad know. luck, right? Oh, yeah. that's really fun. Is he yeah. the one that ended up growing up to be like a super hot dude in real life? Oh, like Robert Pattinson? Is that him? No, there's one that... There's somebody from Harry Potter that was like a short, chubby kid in all the mm. movies. And then he grew up in like all the girls like... Neville was never him. short and chubby. He was taller. Which one's Neville? Oh, then maybe I'm thinking of the, a different person. Maybe this isn't a good pitch. Maybe Hold we can on. just but cancel the, this pitch. Either way, it's still a great... Aww. It's such a great premise because if it is the right character yeah. to hear like the sad version of Harry Potter... Yeah, like, like all this cool shit's happening and he's just like off to the side... <laughs> That's Neville. Maybe he was fat. I don't know. Oh yeah, he's he's the little yeah he's the sad kid. Like he gets like angry, screaming yeah. letters from his mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. That he is grew him. to be hot. See, he's okay. hot. Wait, let that's, me see how hot he is. That's how hot he is. He's a pretty hot guy. Oh my god, guys, he's really hot. Mm-hmm. See, but he used to be like a sad sack. Yeah. It's, Harry Potter. Hey yo. Yeah. Yeah. Hey yo. That's what. That's why you should never judge a book by their fourth grade cover. Yeah. I, I, or, or gentlemen, I guess. Mm-mm. Women probably do that too. Oh, right? I look terrible in fourth grade. Yeah. <laughs> I love. Um, so, what if it's the? Uh, are they? I watched an episode one time of American Dad. Do you watch American Sometimes, Dad? Yeah. Sometimes. There was an episode where Steve went on a a journey with this guy who was British, and he was like the British guy lived this like luxurious life, but all the bad stuff was happening to him. You know, uh, Steve. Sorry. Oh, right, right, right. So it's kind of like like that, like the whole. What if you created the whole opposite world? Like Harry does these. So you do a scene from like Harry Potter, and then all of the turmoil you don't see off screen is now affecting all the other bottom end characters. You know, like I'm trying to think of a specific Harry Potter scene that the demonic 
thing, whatever they call it, the Dementors come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like Harry Potter shoots the Dementors, but they now they just go off to fuck with Neville. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he's sending them someplace else, and Neville's always the receiving end of everything that good that's happening to Harry. The bad version the bad of the Neville. Have, have yeah. Neville. Yeah. That's funny. You'd have to get your Harry Potter knowledge up. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not super well versed on Harry Potter, so I don't know why. Yeah, this I'm not. Me as great. I'm a little like I. I saw the movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think it's just like he is. Yeah, he's just a sad little pathetic sad little guy. dude. So mm-hmm. like, even if it's just like all this cool stuff is happening over to the side, and he's just there, like, yeah, yeah, go, go, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. funny. Okay, what you got? Um. I have two, so I'm gonna let you guys pick. the The worst one. How can we pick? You're gonna read both on. of them. No, I'm not gonna read them. The worst one is pretty blue, so it would be my second blue one in a row. Okay. But I also have another pretty bad one. It's not as bad as this one, but it's not blue. So do you I, want the blue or do you want the not? As I mean, bad I think one? do whichever one's worse. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the point of this exercise. All right. Yeah. It's, okay. And you're blue. So. <laughs> Yeah, you already said how much you wanted to see someone poop on stage. Yeah, so. I do write a lot of blue sketches, but I also write a lot of not blue sketches. No, it doesn't. It, to me, it sounds like you only write blue <laughs> That's the thing, is because... Uh, anyways, okay. So, clockworking orange kids, like, um, you know, making them uh-huh. do that thing, like, to get them to do things, but clockwork oranging them by making them watch their parents fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 I love that you. Uh, the thing I love most about this is that you honestly put that in your phone because you're like, it's a possibility I could do this. <laughs> it made me laugh. I mean, I get. That's the thing. I'll write down anything that makes me laugh once. But there's a reason a lot of these are blue because I never wrote them because I'm yeah. like, it's too blue to write. Yeah. But it made me laugh. Maybe it's not them fucking, but there is something about like. You know the the torture method. You know whatever that video is. What if it's something that's not blue? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. does it have to be your parents fucking that makes it funny? Like, can it be something else? Because yeah. that is a funny idea. Like using clockwork going. You know, like what is the yeah, mind the thing that makes mm-hmm. the kids? Makes, it's like yeah. you're like a scared straight sketch, but the method of scared straight is clockwork oranging. Them. What about have, uh, we talked about this on another one? Have you ever seen the documentary um, Dear Zachary? Mm-mm. It's the saddest thing on the face of the earth. What if we just clockwork orange people by making them watch Dear Zachary until they're so sad yeah. that they'll do whatever you tell them? Something like that, yeah. I kind of agree with Jeremiah. I think whatever you put into, like, the funny thing, because, like, they when they do clockwork I like that we've come up with yeah. this term now. Like, you clockwork clockwork orange orange someone. What would you call it? Uh, no, that, that's what it is. Like yeah. jamming your eye open and forcing you to watch something. I think it would be funnier if it was something that isn't traumatizing because mm-hmm. it's like, I would assume it's like a kid who's like a piece of shit and you're like, yeah. we're going to get you good. And like, so like making them watch something. Like Bill Nye the Science Guy, which yeah. is like really fun. Oh, but yeah. But for whatever reason, these kids can't, mm. you know, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's something the right show. Like, something really boring or like really yeah. just like not offensive at all. Mm-hmm. Watching kids like watching other kids help old people across the street yeah uh-huh mm-hmm. yeah that could be funny yeah mm-hmm. and then the button could be the last parents slide fuck. is parents fucking and then they're like oh never mind i like yeah, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like finally something's happening <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay clockwork oranging yeah. yeah that's a good term that's a great term yeah. okay um 
Oh, God. Okay. I just wrote Amish stripper. Mm. Uh, I'm assuming that's that's bad because, one, it doesn't really tell me much outside of just, like, why... Say it again. Amish stripper. Well, because, like, um, the Amish, they have, like, very traditional dress right. code, and, like, they're usually covered up. So maybe an Amish stripper only takes off, like, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, rolls a sleeve up a little yeah. bit. You see wrist. You're like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I could make it. Welcome to the stage, Agatha. <laughs> <laughs> She's like doing a lot of churning. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's really funny. That's yeah. funny. Who um, came here on your wagon wheel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there's no DJ. It's just like someone playing or like a harpsichord in the yeah, background. Yeah, yeah. That's really funny. Uh, and then yeah. all the like all the audience is just like a bunch of like Amish frat boy, like whatever the Amish mm-hmm. version of frat boy is. Yeah. And they don't believe in electricity, right? No. So it's dark. It's dark, or they have like a torch that they're using yeah, to like yeah. light the stage, yeah. uh, or it's like just out in a field. Yeah, know. that's really. What funny. are they throwing instead of dollar bills? Uh, oh, because they don't. They don't use. Do they? Is I don't know. I'm I don't just, think they I'm use just, money either. We're making a lot yeah. of judgments about Amish people. Yeah, that's apologies yeah. to the Amish. Wooden yeah. tables. Don't they make wooden tables? Yeah. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> well, what if you were to say like, what if they had a total? Uh, what 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 is it? Socialist where you don't. There's no true transaction. It's so you have a, to barter for. Yeah. It. So you're like, oh, I'll, I'll give you four, four, four cans of butter or something. Like, oh, four yeah. chickens. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, God. yeah. Uh, uh, Praise God. <laughs> yeah. Here's a note for four chickens later. Yeah. Oh, show me your wrist. I don't know why I'm doing this voice, but yeah, something like that. That's pretty funny. It's uh, all an IOUs, not cash. Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it could be a lot of fun. Uh, okay. I like all my strippers. Yeah. I do too. I feel like you snuck a good one in there. <laughs> yeah. I, I, to me, I, I did it because it's the one that has the least amount of explaining no yeah. like i don't you know it sounds stupid to me i'm sure there's worse so i guess no pitch is a bad pitch guys yeah, yeah no that's the, that's the lesson yeah oh here we go all oh, right i'll oh. make one up okay 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 confession of raped fruit <laughs> <laughs> confession of raped fruit yeah okay that might be bad that yeah. might be bad okay did i make it up uh did I make up for the other one Wait, is this is this on your list? Yeah, it's on my list. Okay, so this I'm is sorry, where this came from. Okay, yeah, explain. Okay, so you know how little boys will have sex with fruit or things? No. Yes. So little boys will like <laughs> I thought that was like prison inmates that would like fuck cantaloupes. Okay, yeah, something like that. So you like you like what? you microwave a watermelon. Apparently it feels very similar. Yeah. Okay. You microwave or you heat up some sort of fruit and then you have sex with it. Okay, so you heat it up. Yeah, you microwave. Hopefully so it's you warm. Don't, you don't heat Not it up too much. Not too hot. Yeah, you don't you burn your dick off. Yeah, yeah. You don't burn your dick off. Um, so, I can just watch people explain how to jerk off with fruit for two and a half minutes. <laughs> <I can't laughs> yeah, like a whole society of little kids. Be like, all right, guys, we're not going to get any pussy anytime soon. So, <laughs> so they have a group meeting of ways to. Uh, but that wasn't what I was talking about. Okay, I, 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 no, no, it's okay. I was just saying that he. I think this idea came from. I saw a watermelon costume online and I was like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I went out in a watermelon costume and gave a confession of a guy who microwaved me and had sex with me? <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time there's just like lotion dripping out the back of you. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Gross. I don't know what it needs to be. I mean, that, you should take it all the way. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah, God, yeah, that's yeah. so gross. Yeah. Um, but is that, that's a fine, because 
part of it is like you'd have to deliver i don't know maybe not uh, uh like i don't know is that funny is that funny giving a true like rape speech has a watermelon that's a little <sighs> bit too much right? i don't know i feel like like there are certain topics where it's not like you never can do a sketch about it, but it's such like a delicate line to cross. Yeah. I feel like rape and abortion, like things like that, or like you have to like. It's almost like you have to have like a strong intention in in writing it in order to like mm-hmm. validate putting that up. Yeah, the point better be really profound and yeah. not just like it'd be really funny if I this fucked a point, watermelon. Yeah, this point would be that uh, fruit. Are have, people too? Are people too? They have yeah, souls. Yeah. So they also you put cry. Your dick in yeah. Um, I do believe that though. Fruit or people? Yeah. Like when I go to the store, I buy the individual bananas, not the packs, because I feel like they're single. Uh, I'm adopting those bananas. Mm. They've been taken away from their family of bananas. I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dumbest thing ever, but I do feel that. You know, do you really? I really do. Mm. It's a weird, it's a super weird thing. The weirdest thing that I do when I go grocery shopping is it, I. It's not I think, because of waste. It's because you just. No, it's, I honestly feel like these bananas were sh- someone ripped one of them apart from their family. And now their other family of bananas is gone. So I do that certain types of fruit. <laughs> it's really you just, stupid. you feel bad for it. I feel bad for it. That's interesting. So mm-hmm. you really are invested in this. You feel like fruit has, has yeah. like a story yeah. to tell. Yeah. Um, but maybe not in this context. <laughs> I don't know. Make I... this good, guys. Make it good. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I still kind of like the idea of just watching, of listening to people talk about how to fuck fruit properly. I feel that like if you, because I, I like what you said. I saw a really good sketch last night uh, at Pussy's Grab Back. It's an all-female show, and it was like a sketch about, I mean, it was like a, a mapping over, um, like a rape victim telling uh, like the people at, the college board, whatever, that this guy, like, you know, whatever, victimized her and, mm-hmm. you know, making sure he got punished. But the person kept focusing on all the insignificant details that people actually focus on in rape cases. Like, what were you wearing? What did you have to drink? Mm-hmm. But instead of uh, uh, a rapist, he was a zombie. Mm-hmm. So it was like she'd been attacked by a zombie. And oh. uh, and she was – and but it was it was great because it was like, wow, these are, like – the actual questions that mm-hmm. people ask during mm-hmm. these trials, and it's just as ridiculous in both situations. Right. Uh, yeah. But for some reason, we only see how truly ridiculous it is because it's a zombie. Right. So that's really great. So part when you said that, that made me think of that. Like if it was like this watermelon, like trying to get people to like pay attention to her and be like, mm-hmm. I was, you know, raped or whatever, mm-hmm. and then like they'd be like, how did? So how did it happen? Can we talk about the logistics? <laughs> like, can we focus? This is a serious issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. You know, I was just minding my own business, and next thing I know, someone's cutting a hole inside of me, putting me in a microwave. <laughs> okay, so how long were you in the microwave? Just like not for me, but just I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah. Mm, okay. uh, yeah, I don't know. I mm-hmm. that might be. I don't know. It's funny. It's funny, but it is a so fine line. It's a for fine sure. line. Yes. Well, we'll walk the line. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. I mean, it could be a watermelon who likes getting fucked. Yeah, that's oh, funny. that's yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like who's or who's sad that she no one has tried to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why won't anyone fuck me? Yeah, look at me. I'm super green. <laughs> My insides are very red. You would find that out if yeah. you would just get in here. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and then another one. Don't you want to be eaten? No. <laughs> I want you to put a. 
penis. <laughs> a <laughs> human penis. <laughs> like, don't you want to fuck other watermelons? Gross. <laughs> like, like, would a watermelon want to fuck another watermelon? Remember Seth Rogen's movie, like the hot dog loved the bun? Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I didn't like, see it. Like, what would a yeah, watermelon... It. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, I heard, I, heard, I heard very mixed things about it. Yeah. Uh, but I, that preview, the trailer made me laugh harder than I'd laughed in a long time. Yeah. 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 And the movie will do that. Yeah. But it will also get... Do you like smoke weed? No. Then I don't know if sure it's for you. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> it's definitely a movie you get high and watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much. Of yeah, course. I feel oh like we God. solved comedy today. Yeah. We did it. Comedy is fixed. Boom. Yeah. Um, do you have any plugs that you want to, or shows you're doing or upcoming that you want to oh, promote? Um, Anything. What's any photography website I show you yeah, want to go to? Yeah, uh, anastasiaphotography.com. Mm-hmm. I check it out. Get your um, Yeah, come see Wilton. Uh, it's a team I directed at IO the first Sunday of the month at 9 p.m. We're paired with Redford. They're so great. I'm so proud of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they just got moved up to 9 p.m., so it's yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Bombardier is every fourth Wednesday at UCB Sunset. Uh, cool. And they're an awesome team, and I'm excited to be a part of it. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dad Jeans, second Sunday of the month. What time do we have? Eight? Nine. Nine. Nine o'clock as well. <laughs> I forget sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been telling everyone 8.30, but that's the time I have to show up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nine o'clock. Um uh, I don't know. Yeah, the Tonight Show's is over with. If you didn't miss it. Every, oh, I'll be posting online. We'll post a link if you wanted to see the show I did for Comedy Central stage. Um, yeah, Foopod. You can do all that. Yeah. Um, Ms. Smith, the 10 p.m. hour. We're still stuck in that okay. nether region. You're going to get out. You're going to crawl You're your gonna, way out. Yeah, we are. Crawl your way out. Yeah. One sketch at a time. Um, One but, butt sketch at a time. <laughs> third Sunday of the month. Mm-hmm. So next Sunday, next Sunday. After, it'll be before this comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, and at Foopod on Twitter, F-O-O-W-P-O-D. And if you want to send in sketches, we've still got a couple left, um, but not a whole lot. So if you send us your sketches, we'll have a guest read them on air eventually. Five page max. Yeah. Don't send. Oh, yeah. Guys. Don't send anything more than that. Really, four page would yeah. be great. Yeah, even three is acceptable. Yeah, we'll take threes. We'd take it. I'd take a runner. I'd take a blackout <laughs> sketch. I'll take a one page with the first beat on the first page. We'll do that. Yeah, we'll That's beat what it we up do. for you. Yeah, we'll, we'll help that out. Just send us some stuff. Yeah, but not... Not 11 pages. Not 11 pages or eight pages or yeah, seven don't pages. don't do that. I've never read a sketch over five pages, and I've read a lot of sketches that I thought, ooh, yeah, this should be this long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Uh, That's think, another thing too. You should. I think you would. People should want to know, which I heard from someone. Um, a lot of people who read sketches, if it's over five page, like if you're, because if you're thinking about, it, you have two hundred sketches you have to read. If you see a page at six pages, you're like, I'm fucking out. Yeah, I'm just angry. I'm yeah. angry with you, and you do not want to anger your reader. Right, but you see a three page sketch, and you're like, oh shit, mm-hmm. this could be funny. Yeah, and yeah. three pages. Okay. Yeah, it's more impressive. What's mm-hmm. the um. What is the like? What's your sort of rule? What's the longest a sketch should be? Five, no more than five. I, I, I feel like my, most of my sketches are three or four pages. Mm-hmm. It's rare okay. for me to write a five-page sketch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting better. I used to write a lot of five pages. Yeah. I'm getting down to four. Yeah, because I just have jokes that I, I enjoy. Don't get rid of. I so enjoy writing a three-page sketch. It feels good. It feels really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just get in, get out, like yep. a watermelon that you. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, before we. <laughs> 
Before we go, we don't have a tagline for our podcast. So every week we ask our guests to come up with our new tagline. Mm-hmm. Foo pod or, or fish out of water. Get back in it. <laughs> that sounds like a watermelon. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.